الحمد لله الحمد لله وحده والصلاه والسلام على من لا نبي بعده وعلى اله وصحبه من تبعه باحسان الى يوم الدين اما بعد فاسرس لكتشر توداي اند تومورو اي وي بي بيست اون ذا اي ان القران والله سيز ان القران من يبتغي غير الاسلام دينا فلن يقبل منه وهو في الاخره من الخاسرين whoever seeks a religion whoever seeks a religion other than Islam then it will never be accepted from him and in the hereafter he will be from amongst the losers as you know in our time today the reason why I chose this topic because I feel this topic is very important because of the social media the news the YouTube generation where every jahil every ignoramus is speaking about the religion of Islam and everybody's bringing their own principles that's foreign to the Quran and to the Sunnah on what Islam accepts and what Islam doesn't accept. People giving fatawas, okaying, and giving legitimacy to other religions besides that Islam. Putting Islam upon the same religion as Christianity, the same level as Christianity, Judaism, Hinduism, Buddhism, and all the other isms out there. Well, Islam is a religion of a Tawheed. A religion of the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from Allah alone. So we'll begin by looking at some of the aqa'id, al-fasidah, some of the corrupt beliefs of the other religions. And this will show you the batil, the falsehood of the people who call to unity of religions. Because there's no unity with other religions when it comes to al-Islam. Al-Islam is a religion which stands on its own because it's the haqq. So we'll begin... We'll start off with the Yahud, those who are called the Jews. Because from those who have the greatest mistakes, so from those who have the greatest mistakes are are the Jews and no doubt And no doubt that from the greatest, from those who have the most misguided, from, from those, not the, but from those who have the most misguided beliefs are the Jews. And it's mentioned in the Quran, and it's mentioned in the Sunnah, their misguidances. From their misguidances with the, the, an earlier sect, from the Jews claimed that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had a son called Uzair as they claimed, which was slander upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And likewise, Allah mentioned in Surah Tawbah, where He denies this. And likewise, they described, the Yahud described Allah as having shortcomings. They described Allah as having shortcomings. And the Yahud killed some of the prophets and messengers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
distorted the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They changed the book of Allah with their own hands. As Allah says in the Quran, لَعَنَّاهُمْ وَجَعَلْنَا قُلُوبُمْ قَاسِيَةً يُحَرِّفُونَ الْكَلِمَ الْمُوَادِعِهِ That we curse them. And we, we curse them, and we made their hearts grow hard. For they changed the words from their right places. And likewise, this is for anybody who changes, who tries and attempts to change the kalam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from its correct place. And likewise, Allah mentioned about the Yahud in the Quran, فَوَيْلٌ لِلَّذِينَ يَكْتُبُونَ الْكِتَابِ بِأَيْدِيهِمْ Then woe to those, woe to those who write the book with their own hands. ثُمَّ يَقُولُونَ هَذَا مِنْ عِنْدِ اللَّهِ لَيَشْتَرُوا بِهِ ثَمَنٌ قَلِيلًا Then, they say that this is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, after they write it with their own hands, to purchase with it a little price. Then Allah says, فَوَيْلٌ لَهُمْ مِمَّا كَتَبَتْ أَيْدِيهِمْ وَوَيْلٌ لَهُمْ Allah says then, woe be to them for that which their hands have written and woe be to them for that which they earn thereby. And likewise the Jews and the fabrication upon some of the prophets and the prophets are the greatest, the prophets and messengers are from the greatest, the greatest of people to walk this earth. They say some of the Jews that the prophet of Allah Sulaiman was an apostate and they claim that he worshipped idols. And they claim in their books. And they claim the Jews that Lut salam with the Prophet Lot, he drank wine and committed adultery or incest with his two daughters. As mentioned in their books. And likewise the Jews claim that the Prophet of Allah Dawood committed adultery as a result of which Suleiman was born to him. And these are from some of the beliefs of the Yahud. And this is also a refutation of those people that come to us today and say that our strife, our strife with them is just political. It has nothing to do with religion. That our fight with them is just over land. As this innovation and this bath and this innovation is falsehood of creed which was spread by the Muslim Brotherhood. As you see, we differ with them based off creed, not based off land. And likewise, Allah says about them, or the Prophet said about the Jews, May Allah's curse be upon the Jews, as they have taken their graves of prophets as places of worship. And likewise, the Prophet said about them in the Sunnah, that may Allah curse the Jews, for fat was forbidden for them, but they melted it down and sold it. This hadith in Sahih al Bukhari. And likewise, Ibn Qayyim, Ibn Qayyim al Jawziyah, when he speaks about the Yahud, he mentions about them that they are a nation, the Yahud. Whose, whose divine wrath, whom is the divine wrath of Allah is upon these Jews, Yahud. They lie, they slander, they betray, they conspire, they, they have trickery with them. They're the killers of the prophets and the Anbiya. They're takers of riba, they're takers of bribes. And to the end of what Ibn Qayyim mentioned about them. And as we know, as we know from the seed of the Prophet they tried killing the Prophet numerous times, even after there was a treaty with them. So they are people of treachery. And you see them today, people of treachery today, in the lands of Palestine, these Yahud. And our strife with them again is over Aqidah, not over land. And likewise, after them, and 
I can only be brief here because time is short. What time, what time do I have to? And likewise you have after them, the Christians and the deviance of the Christians is we don't, the time doesn't allow us to, to speak about it. We'll just speak about some of their foundations. We're speaking about their foundations and how they deviated in their foundations, in their very origins, in their aqidah, in their creed. Like the Bible, the corruption of the Bible, their greatest verse they tried to justify the Trinity with, that there are three that bear witness in the heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit, is an addition. Is an addition. Is an agreement that this verse was not in the original scripture. So it shows the deviance of the Christians adding and taking away, revising and subtraction, having versions of Bibles. So this is also a reminder that these, these calls that you hear today, that we're brothers, that we have an Abrahamic faith, faith. That, for example, some of them say that we need to print the Quran, the Book of Tawheed, the the Torah, and in Jesus the Bible into one book, or build a masjid, a Jewish synagogue, and a Christian church in one prayer area so we can pray together. This is falsehood. The masajid of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone, as Allah mentioned in the Quran, in the masajid alillah, falatid'u ma'alai ahada. That indeed the masajid of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone, so do not invoke anybody besides Allah. Allah says in the Quran, that فَوَيْلٌ لِلَّذِينَ يَكْتَبُونَ الْكِتَابِ أَيْدِيهِمْ So woe be to them, woe be to them who write the book with their own hands. Then they say, هَذَا مِنْ عِنْدِ اللَّهِ Then they say, this is from Allah. As you can see, they add verses in there and say this is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the hal of them. And other verses uh, which we don't have time to go into. And likewise, we say about them that the verse where they claim that Isa salam said, go to the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Which is but it was not in the original version of the Bible. Because we know that Isa salam came to, when he called his people, he called the people Israel. He called the people Bin Israel. He didn't come as they called the Gentiles or the non-Jews. Rather, he came to his people. And this is an addition that we will go into in the next minute or two. Likewise, that which shows you the falsehood of these religions like Christianity and Judaism is the fact that they don't have al-hafadah. They don't have memories of the Qur'an. As we do the Muslims. If you burn every copy of the Qur'an, every copy of the Qur'an, shut down every print press that prints the Qur'an, and you gather 10 kids under the age of 12 from Chechnya, from Yugoslavia, from America, from England, from Pakistan, from India, from Saudi Arabia, from Yemen. You name the country, you have 10 kids under the age of 12, you can get that Mus'ah back, you can get that Quran back, because it's, it's memorized, it's preserved in the hearts of boys, young boys, young girls, young men, young women, old men and old women. As for the Bibles, you rarely you'll find people with 10 verses memorized, 5 verses memorized, 4 verses, let alone 1 verse memorized. And this is also a proof that this Quran is preserved with the preservation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And likewise, another falsehood of theirs is they don't know what their prophet is called to. You ask them, what was the message of all the prophets? They don't know. How was it Jesus or Isa alayhi salam came with a message which opposed the message of Ibrahim? Which opposed with Ishaq, Musa alayhi salam, Nuh. Rather, we as Muslims know that every single prophet called to the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Not worshiping Isa. This was, a, this was a message which they themselves added 
to the books of the, who, they, who they call the Christians. Allah says in the Quran, لَقَدْ كَفَرَ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا إِنَّ اللَّهَ ثَالِثُ ثَلَاثًا They surely disbelieve that those who say that Allah is a third of three. مَا مِنْ إِلَاهٌ إِلَّا إِلَاهٌ وَاحِدٌ Allah continues that there is no ilah except one. There is no ilah except one. The ilah is the one who has right to be worshipped. As the people say, uh, for lack of better translation, God. And Allah continues, وَإِن لَمْ يَنْتَمْ عَمَّا يَقُولُونَ لَيْمَسَّنَّ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا مِنْهُم عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ As Allah says in the Qur'an, and if they do not cease from that which they're saying, they're ready a painful torment or a painful punishment will befall these believers amongst them. So here Allah called the Christians Bufar. Those who say that Allah is the third of three, Allah explicitly, clearly called them Bufar. So where are those who claim that we're all from the Abrahamic religions? So where are those who claim that we can unite based off of uh, the Abrahamic books or the call to unity of religion that the people call to today? This is a rejection of that which is in the Quran. This is a dangerous concept which takes your foundations away, which takes your allegiance for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the dissociation from shirk, polytheism and the people of shirk away. And with this, you will ruin the very Islam that you carry, not upon Islam, thinking you're upon Islam. Which we Ta'ala will clarify tomorrow. And from that, which preserves or which distinguishes this ummah from other than this ummah, which protects the books, the Quran, and the Sunan from the likes of these deviations is what we call the Isnad. And Islam is the only religion that has something called Isnad. Isnad. As Abu Hatim al-Razi said, That it was not from the nations. No nation had. Since Allah SWT created Adam, those that pre- pre- preserve the narrations of their messengers, except in this Ummah, the Ummah of Muhammad Sallallahu Open up any hadith in Bukhari, Muslim, Abu Dawood, Tirmidhi, Anisai, Ibn Majah, Musnad Ahmad, any hadith, there's a chain of narration which goes back to the Prophet Sallallahu And with these, there's books of narrators which clarify who these narrators are. So just like the Christians can't tell you about Luke, they can't tell you about John. They can't tell you about the rest of their main ones who wrote or wrote the Bible. We can tell you about every single narrator. Where he was born. Where he was from. When his memory became weak. How was his narrator then? Which, in which, in, if he narrated from this city, how was his narrations like? And the likes of that. This is only for the Ummah of Muhammad Sallallahu And it's preserved this deen from the deviations, is preserved this deen from the innovations of the innovators and the distortions of those who distort. And from those who distort was somebody called Paul. As we all know about Paul, who came in to Christianity, who made a parent who was a Jew, who was a Jew who used to kill Christians. He used to have animosity to Christians and he disliked Christians. He vowed to wipe out the Christian church in Paul. And he used to threaten them with murder until he went to Damascus on his road to Damascus which is Dimash, which is in Syria on his road to Damascus Paul or Saul at that time he was struck down by a blinding light 
on his way to Damascus, which is in Syria, in that region. He heard, he heard a voice when he was struck down by the lights. He saw, saw who was Paul. Why did you persecute me? Right? His voice, when he asked who, whose voice is this, is me. He said, I am Jesus. So Jesus came to Paul, according to Paul, and those who followed Paul, who used to kill Christians, who vowed to wipe out Christianity. He came to this one, revealed to him that which opposed his Bible, that which opposed that which Isa salam called to. How is that? How is that? How did Isa salam call the people? And was according to them, according to them, he was crucified. In Islam, he wasn't crucified. That he was not killed, nor was he crucified, but it resembled him. How was how did this happen in his call to Allah Taala? Yet he came to Paul after he was crucified according to them, and did away with that which he called to, Baatid, which he knows is Baatid, that he wasn't upon the way of Jesus, he wasn't upon the way of his companions, and then he started making takfir upon the companions of Isa alayhi salam and calling them hypocrites. And he is the one that spread the religion of, of, of what he changed to be, or what he called the religion of Jesus, the religion of Isa alayhi salam, to the Gentiles, to the non-Jews at that time, this one. So, this is like today. This Paul, today, is somebody who we have in our who we had in our ummah, and their group is continuous and present today, called the Rafida. The Rafida Isna Ashari al Ja'fariya Shia Allah. You had somebody called Abdullah ibn Sabah, similar to Paul. Paul came into Christianity to corrupt Christianity. Then you had Abdullah ibn Sabah, who was a Jew. And as Shaykh Albani he mentioned that the Yahud, it's not strange that these people are behind, where the Masons are behind the majority of the wars that are taking place in this Ummah. As you mentioned, since the Huda wa Nur. So as Paul, who came in to Islam, making apparent Islam, feigning Islam, already upon Raft, his methodology, his religion that he was actually upon, was, Ju- was Judaism. But he came in, he came in and founded this sect called Rafida, the Shia. His name was Abdullah ibn Sabah. كان يهودي الأذهر اعتناق الإسلام ثم أخذ يكيد الإسلام فلم يجلو أحد يعينه على ذلك هو أصلا جاء من اليمن So this one made apparent Islam. He converted to Islam, feigning his conversion to Islam. But in reality, he was plotting against Islam. He was plotting against Islam. So he had no one to help him, no one to aid him. <coughs> When he first when he first made apparent his conversion to Islam, and his man was from Yemen, so he went to Kufa, which is Iraq. He found, he didn't find anybody to aid him in what he was upon. Then he went to Misr, which is Egypt. When he went to Egypt, he found Awan. He found helpers. It's Abdullah, Abdullah ibn Sabah, the founder of the of, of the of the Shia. So when he went to Misr, Egypt, he found helpers. Then he came to the Maqar al Khilafah. He came to the home of the Khilafah which was in Medina. When he came to Medina, then he started to transmit, spread. He began to spread his fitna, his strife, his trials and tribulations. And he began to make apparent his opinions, what he was upon. That which he took from the Jewish religion. 
And he started to spread things into Al-Islam to corrupt Islam from within. He's the one that claimed that in the Torah, in the Torah, every single prophet had a wasi. Every single prophet had somebody who he advised, who he commanded to be his Khalifa, his successor. And this Ummah, he said, Muhammad come a wasi, who he commanded with to be the Khalifa was Ali. He came with this from himself to try and corrupt Islam from within. Then after that, he came with the Aqeedah of Raja'ah and Aqeedah of Al-Ghaybah, which will clarify what that means. And he came with other things that the, role, the, the soul was transmitting and entering different bodies, which the Alawiyyah, Al-Nusayriyyah, Al-Kafirah, the Nusayriyyah of Syria, which believe in to this day. Right? And he came with many innovations. He made apparent his tashayyah. He made apparent allegiance to Ali ibn Abi Talib on to cover the kufr that he had with him. He made apparent his allegiance to Ali Ridwan alayhim, only to conceal, to cover the actual kufr that was with him. So that's when, when you hear the ulama calling this group the Sabaiyya, the Rafida, the Sabaiyya, it's an inscription to Abdullah ibn Sabah. Then he started to spread his corrupt beliefs in Aqeedah. And this Abdullah ibn Sabah, he's the one that claimed that he loved Ahlul Bayt, that he loved the family of Muhammad as they claim today, that he loved the family of Muhammad and he started raising them to the level of worship. He started raising them to the level as if they deserved to be worshipped. And this is mentioned in their books. It's not something I mentioned to myself as a Sunni, as one from Ahlul Sunnah. Rather, they, they, this is mentioned in their books, Al-Qummi. He's one of the Imams of Rafidah, one of the ulama of the Rafidah, Al-Qummi. In Al-Maqalat Al-Firaq, he mentions the presence, presence of Abdullah ibn Sabah. He mentions it. And he mentions that he is the first one to speak with these affairs. Al-Maqalat Al-Firaq. So as for this one, when he started claiming that Ali ibn Abi Talib was deserving of the Khilafah, not Abu Bakr, not Umar, not Uthman. He claimed that these companions, radiallahu ta'ala anhum, stole the Khilafah from Ali. He said the Khilafah of Abu Bakr, Umar, and Uthman is false. He said these three, and the rest of the companions disbelieved. He said these companions of Muhammad who came with the Quran, who came with the Sunnah, he said they apostated. This is Abdullah ibn Sabah. And this is Waqummi. Their Imam. Not our Imam. Their Imam. In the Maqalat, when the Firaq mentions himself. Al-Qummi. And then he came as the Aqeedah of Raja'ah. And the Aqeedah of Raja'ah is that he claims that Muhammad ibn Hassan al-Askari, their 12th Imam. As we call them Al-Ithna Ashariya. Or they call it Ithna Ashariya, the Twelvers. Because they believe in 12 Imams. And we'll get into what that means quickly. The 12th Imam, who in reality doesn't exist. He doesn't exist. He's just a made-up character that they made up themselves. A fairy tale. Muhammad ibn Hassan Askari, who they claim, since he was like 7 or 8, he went to a basement hundreds of years ago. never came out. hasn't come out since then. Now this is the 12th Imam. That they claim that when this one comes back, the 12th Imam, the Raja'ah, when he comes back, who doesn't exist, that they're going to bring back the souls of the hukam of Ahl Sunnah, all the rulers of Ahl Sunnah, all the rulers of Ahl Sunnah, like Abu Bakr, like Umar, like Uthman, and Aisha, and the rest of them. And they're going to establish the punishment upon them. This is what that means. The Raja'ah is what they believe in, the Rafidah. And when they say that we don't curse Abu Bakr, taqiyyatan, deception. 
and he lied because from the religion is allowed to lie. Lie to Ahl Sunnah gives them double the reward, as is mentioned in their books. So they claim that when they come back, they're going to bring back the Imma of Ahl Sunnah like Abu Uthman and punish them, establish the punishment upon them, and they're going to crucify them upon trees. And when they crucify them upon three trees, that tree will dry up from their oppression, from the oppression of Abu Bakr and Umar. Then they will kill them. And then establish a punishment on the wife of the Prophet Aisha. This is the aqidah of the Rafidah. <coughs> the first one to speak with this was Abdullah ibn Sabah. So when you have them, kathabun, affakun, them liars, slanders who come into the religion of Allah SWT, sit there giving fatawa with YouTube channels, saying our difference with the Rafidah is just based off of politics. It's just political based because of Iran and Saudi Arabia. Ba'atil. That's false. These ones are covered up in the agenda. Either they're ignorant and they shouldn't be speaking. That's one. Or two, they're mujannadun. That they're put there by some foreign sources, intelligence agencies or countries or people paid, paid to spread this ba'atil in order to corrupt the people of Ahl-Sunnah. And likewise, you have ignoramuses on YouTube, kids on YouTube, who reenact fake scenarios with music, emotional music in the background, with Sunni and Shia walking together, aiding each other, one gets hurt, the Shia comes to his rescue, trying to soften your love for this religion. Yet, if you criticize that same guy for something he did on YouTube, they get upset, they get mad, they, 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 they want to revolt, they want to fight you. Yet, when they curse, Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman, claim the Qur'an is distorted, accuse Aisha Zina, nobody gets upset, they say, for one. Yet when I speak about you, we're not one. Shows you their falsehood. And a lot of these people are put there by people to distort the religion of Islam. And likewise, from the Aqeedah, the Sabi'iyah, the Shia, who came in to distort the religion, like Paul did Christianity. But his religion Allah preserved, as Allah mentioned in the Quran, that we sent down the dhikr, that we sent down this Quran, the dhikr, and we will preserve, we will, we will guard it. So this Quran, and likewise the Sunnah, likewise the Sunnah is guarded and preserved by the preservation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, this, and, and, and the Rafidah, they also believe in something called ghaybah, which is the fact that their, their Mahdi, their Imam, disappeared into a basement, into a cellar, and hasn't been back since that day. Their Imam, their Mahdi, are waiting for the Dajjal. Their Mahdi is the Dajjal. And likewise, the Sabi'iyah, the Rafidah, who are pushing the agenda of the Yahud, because their asal, their origin is, the Jewish origin, that these Rafidah, they're called the Rafidah. Some of the ulama they mention because they reject Abu Bakr Umar. Or some of the ulama they mention because they came to Zayn ibn Ali, ibn Hassan ibn Ali, and they said to him, they want him to curse Abu Bakr Umar. He said, لا, هؤلاء صاحباي جدي. That these two, Abu Bakr Umar, are the companions of my grandfather Ali. So, فَرَفَدُوهُ فَسَمُوهُ بِالْرَافِدَةِ أَفَسُمُوهُ بِالْرَافِدَةِ So the Shia, 
then rejected Zayd ibn Ali ibn Hussein, who was from the family of Muhammad sallam. They claimed they loved the family of Muhammad sallam. He was from the family of Muhammad sallam. So when they wanted him to carry the work in Umar, he refused. He said no. They were the companions of my grandfather Ali. So he refused. So after that, they were called the Rafidah. This group. So after the Rafidah, Shia have twelve imams, and these imams that they have. They claim that these imams are greater than Prophet. That's why they're called Ithna Ashariya. Ithna Ashariya, the Twelvers. They claim that these imams that they have are ma'sumun, that they're infallible. They don't commit sin, they don't err. They can't err, these imams. Then they claim that these imams are like prophets. Then they claim that they're actually better than prophets. And they claim that the Rafida, the Ithna Ashariya, that that these guys deserve to be worshipped beside Allah Ta'ala. That Allah has given them traits of Allah. This is what they believe. It's not Sharia. It's the Hulu of the Shia. Which shows you that they have deviance in Aqeedah. They have one religion and we have another religion. Al-Islam. And the 12 Imams they believe in, we'll, we'll skip that for now because of the time, inshaAllah, maybe we'll mention it tomorrow. Now, also, I want to mention some other religions which are bhaqid. On which are bhaqid, which are prevalent in this society today, which a lot of the people are amazed by. The kuffar especially, and likewise some of the Muslims, fooled by their colleagues at work, not knowing about their own religion, fooled by their professors at school. Because the kuffar, what they do, is they praise, is they boast about, is they play up paganism, is they play up Buddhism, as if Buddhism is something special. And Buddhism in reality is atheism. In reality, Buddhism is atheism. When they don't believe and they claim they don't have to believe in, it's unnecessary for a Buddhist to believe in a God. Yet you see the Kuffar praising these Buddhists, yet claiming that belief in Allah, worshiping Allah SWT, and acting upon Islam is backwards. Yet when it comes to that green statue, bald idol thing, they consider that as something being advanced. The Kuffar. And likewise, the Buddhists, they themselves, claim that we don't worship idols. Because they think the fact they're bowing down to the idols is not worshiping idols. And they use evidence that the people who have pictures, that you have a picture of your father, you have a picture of your mother, you have a picture of your heroes, your kings, your poets with likes. This is respect. They claim this is respect. When in reality, this is the reason why this is the illa of why Islam also forbids picture making. That the Prophet he mentioned that severely punished, that severely punished People are the musawwirun, the picture makers, Al Bukhari. And that shirk first appeared because of those who make pictures of the, the, of, of the righteous men. After 10 generations, after Adam and Islam passed away. And the Buddhists use it as proof that the fact that you people make pictures, that you people venerate who you venerate, why can't we make a Buddhist statue? We don't worship him, we just venerate him. So it shows that Al Islam cuts off every religion ideology off at the head whether you perceive it or don't perceive it Islam cuts this off at the head Islam forbids picture making and this is one of the reasons why Islam forbids picture making <coughs> and likewise the Buddhists they claim that when they prostrate to these idols and they bow down to these idols and they worship these idols it's a form of meditation for them meaning the dhikr this is the dhikr this is what makes their hearts at ease Allah says in the Quran, 
تطمئن قلوبهم بذكر الله الا بذكر الله تطمئن القلوب that those who believe that their hearts are ease with the dhikr of Allah is it not with the dhikr of Allah the hearts find ease so our hearts are created to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone not some green statues made in a factory somewhere that they, that they claim they prostrate this idol then this makes our hearts at ease then this gives us tranquility it's a shaitan playing with you how is it prostrate that something doesn't create nothing you put in your most noble part of your body your face, your head upon the lowliest part where your feet are to an idol misguidance at the time of the Prophet Mu'adh bin Jabal the famous companion when he was coming from Sham the Syrian region he was coming from Sham and he prostrated the Prophet he did sajda to the Prophet and the Prophet said Mahadi ya Mu'adh he said what is this O Mu'adh he said I've come from Sham and he mentioned that he's seen the religious men prostrating to or being prostrated to the people prostrated to religious men and he said فَوَدِدْتُ فِي نَفْسِي أَنْ نَفْعَلْ ذَلِكْ بِكَ so he said I liked, I wanted and I said I want to do that to you when we prostrate to you like they were prostrating to their religious men then the Prophet said to them لَا تَفْعَلُوا فَإِنِّي لَوْ كُنْتُ آمِرٍ أَحَدًا أَنْ يَسْجُدْ لِغَيْرِ اللَّهِ لَأَمَرَتُ الْمَرْأَةَ أَنْ تَسْجُدْ لِزَوْجِهَا The Prophet forbade said, do not do that. If I were to command anybody to prostrate to anybody besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then I would have prostrated the woman to prostrate to her, I would have commanded the woman to prostrate to her husband. He said, by him who saw Muhammad's, uh, by him who saw Muhammad's hand is in, by him whose hand Muhammad's soul is in, لا تؤدي المرأة حق ربها حتى تؤدي حق زوجها. The Prophet said, that the woman is not able to fulfill the rights of her Lord until she fulfills the right of her husband. So he this hadith is clear. They're prostrating to anybody besides Allah is forbidden. Not allowed at all. Prostrating for karate. For other than karate, for respect, for other than respect, whether you have good intentions or bad intentions, it's not permissible at all. Your intentions must match your actions. And it's to prove to you that Al-Islam, Al-Islam, this religion, this pure religion, it glorifies the Creator alone. As for these other religions, you see them glorifying the creation. Pay attention to that. That Al-Islam is a direct connection from the slave to his master, from the slave to his creator. As for the other religions, that is from the creation to the creation. From darkness to darkness. And likewise, Shaykh Ibn Baz, Ta'ala, he mentions that the sujood, their prostrateness for Allah alone. And the Sharia of Muhammad is the most complete of legislations and the most perfect of them and that is not permissible for anybody to prostrate for anybody anybody except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala nor not for greetings not for worship then he said as for worship then it is not correct except for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone in all shara'i in all worships in all legislations and likewise those who get up to salute flags or those who prostrate to the shaykhs like the Sufiya it's not permissible, not from Islam and Shaykh Al-Bani he mentioned standing up for the flag to glorify a flag, any flag is as if you're standing for an idol 
flag is just a piece of cloth. We don't give that to anybody. And likewise, um, we got 10, ten minutes, huh? Thank you. And to summarize, that which is connected to Buddhism, which is dominant in our universities, and this one too, in other universities, is this phenomenon called atheism, which is being spread. And especially for those of you who study, the professors, a lot of the professors push an atheistic agenda, without a doubt. They push an atheistic agenda. Trying to push their ways and to make it seem like other people inferior to them. Or people who believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are creationists and make it seem as labor with something, they downgrade them or diminish them from their, you know, they're not, they're not intellectual, they have no smarts if they believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That there's no doubt, there's no doubt that the creations of the heavens and the earth, and know that Buddhism and atheism go hand in hand. Buddhism is atheism with a form of worshiping idols. But there's no doubt that the creation of the heavens and the earth is from the greatest evidences of the heavens and the earth of a presence of a creator. Yeah? The presence of a creator with his knowledge, with his wisdom, and the fact that he's alone in this. Wallahu subhanahu wa ta'ala innama yadu'ibadu ila nadar wal fikr fi makhluqati al-idam. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He calls His creation to ponder and reflect over His creation. He's, Allah calls you, the slaves, His slaves, to ponder over His creation. To look at the evidence that's found in His creation. And these are the same people that come out with documentaries like Planet Earth. Right? Planet Earth. And in detail they show you some of the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yet when they see this, they still disbelieve. They still arrogantly disbelieve. And as the Shaykh he mentions the ayah in the Quran about these things, Am min shayin, am That were these things created from nothing, or are they themselves the creator? That we know that they weren't just created by themselves. These things. And we know that they weren't the creators. That we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created them. As Allah says in the Quran, Ya ayyuhal nas, durib al-mathlun, fastam'u lah. Oh mankind, an example has been, similar to an example has been struck for you. So listen, وَإِنَّ الَّذِينَ تَدْعُونَ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ لَنْ يَخْلُقُوا ذُبَابًا وَلَوْ اجْتَمَعُوا لَهِ That indeed, those who you call upon besides Allah, that are not able to even create a fly. Even if they gather together to create this fly, they will not be able to create this. And if that fly takes something from them, anything, that they will not be able to retrieve it. That how weak is the seeker, and that which is being sought, a fly. If they were together, all the intellectuals, the kuffar, to create a fly, from nothing they will not be able to create a fly. Yet your creator, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, created the heavens and the earth, the fly, and that which is more complicated than the fly from nothing. Yet the people are amazed with the founder, the founder of Tesla. Look at the cars he created from Tesla. Hmm? Tesla, self-driving cars. Or Apple, these, these phones that we have today. But know that these creations, these Teslas, and other than Teslas, were only made from that which Allah put upon the earth for the people to use. That when Allah creates, He creates from nothing. So is there a comparison between the creator and the creation? 
So then why then do the people look to these kuffar in a way as if they're more superior to them? From the kuffar are not superior. Allah says in the Quran that indeed the most despicable creatures of Allah SWT are those who disbelieve because they don't believe. So then, we're going to the next point where Allah mentioned in the Quran, وَلَقَدْ ذَرَأْنَا لِجَهَنَّمَ كَثِيرًا مِنَ الْجِنِّ وَالْإِنْثِ لَهُمْ قُلُوبٌ لَا يَفْقَهُونَ بِهَا وَلَهُمْ عَيٌّ لَا يُبْسَرُونَ بِهَا وَلَهُمْ آذَانٌ لَا يَسْمَعُونَ بِهَا أُولَئِكَ كَالْعَنَامِ بَلْ هُمْ أَذَلُّ أُولَئِكَ هُمْ الْغَافِلُونَ The Allah mentioned in the Quran that we have created for Jahannam, for the fire, many from amongst the jinn and from mankind, kuffar, that they have hearts, but they cannot reflect with it. They have eyes, but they cannot see with, it, with them. They have ears, but they cannot hear with them. They are like cattle. And Allah says, nay, they are more astray. They are the heedless ones. So here Allah SWT is telling me the kuffar, who a lot of the Muslims today look up to, who either have no religion, or have a false religion, and we'll get into the rest of the religions tomorrow, inshallah. Some of the foolishness and the stupidity of the, of, of the kuffar, and the religion they ascribe to, though they may be the smartest in the dunya, when, he, when, when they, the, 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 the creations or some of the gadgets or some of the technology creating the dunya, but when it comes to this deen, they're from the dumbest of people. As Allah mentioned in the Quran, that they have hearts, eyes, and ears, they cannot reflect, see, or think with them. Then He compared them and said they're more astray than cattle, the kuffar. And, and, and Shaykh al-Sabni Taymiyyah, He mentions about these types of people, the atheists, that is one who's mustakbir, who's arrogant. الَّذِي لَا يُقِرْ بِاللَّهِ فِي الظَّاهِرِ كَفِرْعَوْنِ أَعْظَمُ كُفْرًا مِنْهُمْ يَعْنِ الْمُشْتَكِ الْعَرَبِ That he mentions that the arrogant one, the one who does not accept, does not believe, does not acknowledge Allah SWT, that which is apparent like Fir'aun, is more severe in disbelief than them, than the mushrikeen of Makkah than the pagan Arabs of Makkah. Then he mentioned what Iblis, الَّذِي يَأْمُرْ بِهَذَا كُلِّهِ وَيُحِبُّهُ وَيَسْتَكْبِرَ عِبَادَةِ رَبِّهِ وَتَوَعَتِهِ أَعْظَمُ كُفْرًا مِنْ هَأُولَاءِ Then he mentioned likewise Iblis, who commanded with all this, Iblis, who was arrogant, not to worship his Lord, nor to obey him, is greater in kufr than them, than the pagan Arabs of Makkah. Even if, these, the, this one had knowledge, had knowledge that of Allah SWT and His existence and the greatness of Allah. Even with that, just like Fir'aun, he knew. And because of that, it made him more severe in kufr. More severe in kufr because of arrogance in rejecting the Creator. And before we finish off, I want to mention some of the qawaid people are bought and they use, some of the principles they use in, and this is the, the principles of the people of innovation and the principles of the people of kufr and from the principles of the people of kufr is they first have they first have that they first have an origin, they first have a foundation that they want to push they first have an ideology they want to push innovation they want to push they push it 
Then they find evidence to back that which they have. Like for example, if any of you ever heard of the um, the pilt man in England, the pilt down man, when they found the skull of of a person and which they themselves attached the jaw of some monkey-like species to it and then claimed this was the missing link. Right? They claimed they already had that before. Then they claimed this was the missing link and it spread all over that they were saying, look, we found the missing link between man and ape. Then it came out later to be a hoax. Years later. And this is their way. And likewise in Nebraska, man, when they found a tooth and they claimed that tooth and they constructed the whole family and, and when it, the two of the, of the people who were ape, human, ape, human, like species, they made the whole family of this individual. Then, later, it came out that his tooth was a tooth of some pig, of some wild pig. And this is why that the Muslim should be proud of his religion. The Muslim should be proud of his religion, which is the scripture to Allah Taala alone. And tomorrow we're going to get into and try to finish this off with start off with Hinduism. And a lot of the Muslims, a lot of the Muslims, and how they look up to Hindu Hindus through the Hindu movies, through their weddings, through their marriages. And the creator of the Hindus is this guy right here. This is who they claim is a creator, right? This is who they worship. Yet the Muslims fall into that. The Muslims are deceived by the likes of these people because of Bollywood and the likes of Bollywood. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam.